Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Okay, anytime you're ready. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. From the Growing in Grace podcast with Mike and Joel. Happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, It's that time of the year. I I realize, Joel, that a lot of people might be listening to our programs from years ago. I mean, you know, you never know when somebody's listening. But right now, at the time of this recording, it's right around the Christmas season here in 2020 of all years. What a crazy year this has been in more ways than one. But uh, we're going to take sort of a semi-break. I feel like a truck driver here. We're going to take a (laughs) semi-break from what we've been talking about with James and Paul. And uh, since it's the the holiday season, we're going to mix in some Christmas perspective here on the subject of, well, life in Christ, grace, justification, righteousness gifted to us by Jesus himself. And so kind of looking forward to one of those spontaneous conversations that we're going to have here, Joel. Well, yeah, and, you know, speaking of Santa, (laughs) I mean, didn't he have the gospel down pat, you know? Um, You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows if you've been bad or good, so be good, for goodness sake. I mean, I think... Santa probably had this mindset, going back to the mindset that we were talking about last week, that maybe some of the early Jewish believers had, that they were still mixing a little bit of law in with with faith. (laughs) (laughs) He did a lot of good things. He was a nice guy, you know, helped a lot of people, apparently. I mean, he's everywhere, right? Yeah. But he's a legalist, but he's got, obviously. Yeah, you got to be good. If you're not good, then forget it. You're not getting anything. You're not getting anything yep. good unless you're good. Back to the spiritual quid pro quo. <laughs> Santa Claus the, was the the first quid yes. pro quo. There, there, there is a clause <laughs> in, in, in his gospel. The Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting that... And this just popped in my mind, just how, and that that's kind of what this podcast is today, um, just on the fly here. But at Easter time, you know, the resurrection of Jesus, the new covenant begins, and you've got the Ten Commandments historically has always been shown on TV. I don't know what it's like these days. So many things have changed. Um, and then at Christmas time, you know, the birth of Jesus, we, we we've got this Santa Claus thing. You got parents teaching their kids to be good. Or else, or, or good won't happen to them. They won't receive good things. And either way, it's totally the opposite of what the gospel is. You know, Jesus, he did, as we've talked about many times over the years, even during Christmas, you know, Christmas time podcasts, how the ministry of Jesus was a legal Jewish ministry. It was, a, it was an old covenant, lawful ministry. A lot of the things that Jesus would say, would teach, were to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He even said that. I have not come except for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And his teachings were law teachings because the purpose of the law was to lead 
people, the people who are under it, to faith, to lead them to the point where, oh, you know what? This law thing, there's no way that I'm ever going to be justified. There's no way that by being good, I'm ever going to get right with God because I just can't do it. And then, you know, the law being the ministry of death, the law being the ministry of condemnation, the law being the thing that brings guilt and bondage, and the law being the strength of sin, the law being the thing through which sin increased. All of these things we get from the, the New Testament epistles, uh, mainly from Paul. So we find that trying to be good is the very thing that leads a person to realize in front of God, I just can't do it. And so they're led to faith where they are justified apart from works, apart from trying to be good, apart from being good. And um, they're justified simply by the gift of the grace of God. Yes. And yeah, I mean, you know, with this whole Christmas thing, I mean, like, like you were mentioning, I mean, the, the focus obviously is celebrating the birth of God in the flesh, the birth of Jesus Christ. That's the focus. And, and we have these pictures in our head of the baby Jesus, usually. And as you said, uh, Easter obviously is uh, more about the death and resurrection of, of Jesus. It is interesting, though, how somehow the, the law gets played at Easter time with the Ten Commandments <laughs> and Charlton Heston. <laughs> Christmas time features all kinds of things that have almost anything to do. And some of them are fun to watch. I'll admit it. I mean, I like Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph the <laughs> oh, Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer. I, I appreciate the Charlie Brown uh, Christmas story, you know, because it, it kind of brings the real story into it a little bit more. But having said all of that, this thing with the birth of Jesus, uh, what is it we're celebrating, really? I mean, you were really hitting on it, Joel, <laughs> although most people don't stop to realize it, that righteousness and justification gifted to us by grace through faith. But what are we? What, what is it we think we're celebrating at, at Christmas time with the birth of the child, where God declared that that peace was being made with mankind, peace was being extended from God to human beings. But the birth will mean nothing without the death, without the blood, and yet that's the part where people seem to you know because we kind of like the whole fuzzy feely idea of the of the baby right everybody loves the celebration of a new baby um, and that feels comfortable the cross doesn't feel quite so comfortable it becomes a stumbling block for people some churches i can remember from years ago when i first started going into some evangelical churches and and churches that weren't evangelical that you know the the blood just wasn't mentioned it just you just it, it offended people yeah i mean you could still talk about the cross i mean you couldn't really get away from that right so, so we come back to Christmas and, and we say, well, what is it we're celebrating? Uh, and I get there's a lot of commercialism. I get all that. We all know that. But ultimately, even the people who, who deal with that in our culture, as we all do, we, we know the underlying celebrating factor here is the birth of a child. Uh, but what does that mean for you out there in podcast land? What does that mean for you personally? What, why is it that we're celebrating this? Ultimately, it was because of grace through faith, believing, believing, and by believing in this child, by believing in this man who, who grew up to, to die in our place, by placing our faith in what he did, 
is what, as we talked about with Abraham in recent weeks, it's what justifies us. And, and people have a hard time with that because as we were joking around early in the program with Santa Claus and all that, the way the world works is you be obedient, uh, you keep your nose to the ground, you work hard, you do what you're told, and then you're rewarded in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't just have to be with parents and kids. It can be with your employer or whatever. Uh, and that's the way the world works. That's the way this system works in this world. But grace uh, functions in an entirely different hemisphere, a, a different universe, a whole different plane and plateau, a different paradigm than uh, the way our minds are programmed when it comes. And, and un unfortunately, that, that works mindset, I'll be rewarded if I do this, that has unfortunately been brought into uh, the religious realm, and many people confuse it with the gospel. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I think, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, that it, this whole it's not just parents with their kids, but it's the system of the world. It is a worldly system, and you have to work in order to get something. Occasionally, somebody will win the lottery. Occasionally, somebody will get a big inheritance. Occasionally, you get something that you don't work for. But for the most part in the world, if you don't work, you don't get anything. You have to work for You have to earn what belongs to you, what comes to you. You have to earn it. And... Unfortunately, you know, that mindset has been brought into the church a lot because of this mixture of the covenants, uh, the mixture of a covenant that was based on you do good, you get good, you do bad, you get bad. And ultimately, of course, the message from the law was nobody can keep it. And so cursed is anyone, you know, who is under the law. If you're under the law, you're under the curse. And yet, people still in the church today try to bring this message of the law into our lives in Christ, failing to see that there is a complete dividing line between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. These covenants don't mix. You don't bring parts of the Old Covenant into the New Covenant. You don't look at the things that were done under the Old Covenant and try to Christianize them and make them fit into New Covenant life in Christ. You just don't do that. We see clearly in the Scriptures that the Old Covenant ended, it was made obsolete, and that the New Covenant is something brand new and completely different. And it all, again, goes back to, like you said, that we have the birth of Jesus, which was Wonderful. That was needed. We needed to have the birth of Jesus in order for him to, well, he ministered what he ministered to the people of Israel for the purpose that he did so. Again, teaching the law, which was a tutor, a schoolmaster to bring people to faith. And then his death. That was so important. The blood of Jesus and his resurrection. That is when everything changed. His birth was utterly important. And we celebrate the birth of Christ, and that's we need, you know we need to have the birth of Christ. But it's the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's the death through which we've received the forgiveness. In Him we have propitiation through His blood. We have forgiveness through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, and through His resurrection, of course, we have life, and we've been raised together with Him. And so we needed all of it, but we can't just focus on the birth of Jesus uh, because we need the complete package and ultimately his death and resurrection. 
great point about the covenants because Jesus as a child born under the old covenant, that's not when the new covenant began. He was born under the law that was still in place, the law that came through Moses. Old covenant stuff right there. And the new covenant was something that occurred after his death and something brand new would take place, as you were saying, Joel. So we hope that uh, <laughs> we hope that your Christmas is, is a great one and that, uh, as they say, you know, we remember the reason for the season. But I think even a lot of believers out there are wondering what it is they're celebrating. So w- with that in mind, one thing that we have peace with now through Jesus Christ is that we've been justified by faith through belief in him. It's, it's as simple as that. And, and so we can celebrate the birth of the child. That's great. That, that was the start. I mean, that, that's what the whole pronouncement of the Old Covenant scriptures were about. They were all pointing to this time where the child would be born and he would, this human being would grow up and go through some of the very same things that, that we did, all the ups and downs that happen in life, yet without sin. And, and here he came and, and took our place and ultimately died, shed his blood for the forgiveness of sins. And we simply trust in what he did on our behalf. Instead of us trying to make ourselves presentable to him, he made us presentable before the Father. And we now start there and live from that. So Merry Christmas out there to all of our podcast listeners. And thanks for telling a friend about us, all past archived programs, of course, at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.